Welcome to the Wildlife Around You show, a casual nature podcast with your hosts, Blaine and Lainey, both nature enthusiasts. Well, hi there. Hello. How are you? It's a great day. It is. So what wildlife have you come across lately? So many hawks on power lines, scoping out the fields underneath them and trying to find a tasty morsel. Yeah. Yeah. There's some out there. Easier to see through the foliage as it's falling off. Yep. How about you? Uh, geese. So when we were back east, saw a lot of geese. And if you want to annoy a birder, you can call them Canadian geese. <laughs> uh, which, of course, I will opt for at any opportunity. <laughs> leaving their goose goop everywhere. Oh, yes. So they what are we? Super annoying. They weren't super loud. So that was nice. No, they weren't. They were quite. They were all just standing around eating. Yeah. So what are we going to learn about today? Today, we're going to talk about the porcupine. The photo we have of it is actually one that I got when I was servicing a customer's yard. Uh, porcupine was just sitting in the corner of their yard. I was like, wait a second. That's not a normal sight. <laughs> so I was able to get a picture of it. But yeah, it's kind of another one of those speak it into the universe. I tried several times going on trails trying to find a porcupine of like, I know they're around here somewhere, but chance of me finding it in these parks is slim and then turn around and... There was one sitting right there for me, so it's a good time. Yeah, it's a cute little guy. So you can identify a porcupine if you've never seen one before by the quills. But they've got fur. It's kind of a brownish yellow to black color. And they'll have uh, quills with a little bit of white highlights on them. Uh, the quills are usually two to three inches in length, and they're actually hollow. And it's one of the largest rodents in North America. It'll be two to three feet in length, and they'll weigh about 20 pounds. Only the beavers are the are bigger North American rodent, rodents. They are two different varieties of porcupines. There's New World porcupines, which are those that are found in the Americas, and Old World, which are those found in Africa and Eurasia. Uh, primarily, the ones in the Old World don't climb trees. They're strictly on the ground. So they look a little bit different. Their spines are a little bit pokier and longer. So where can you find them? The, these in North America. Mostly in forested areas of Canada and North America. They can also be found in grasslands and desert shrub environments, which was surprising to me. Yeah, I've never seen them in those. I've only ever <laughs> seen them in, in forested areas. So for nesting, um, Porcupines don't use really hibernate, but they'll stick close to their dens. And they'll use, for dens, they'll use either hollow trees or rocky areas to find. I saw one once when I was uh, a young man. We were on a scouting trip, and there was one that had found a hollowed tree. It was out during the day, but it was waddling back towards its den that we came across, and it climbed in there. So they'll spend um, most of the time on the ground. Um, but they can be good swimmers, and they can be okay at climbing. They can kind of do damage to themselves because they can fall out of trees, causing um, bones to break or them oh. to die or other stuff like that because they're not the best at climbing. But some have been known to live as long as 18 years in the wild. But usually they live somewhere between five and seven years. Around here we get a lot that we see is roadkill mm -hmm. as well as they've tried to cross the road at night as they are primarily nocturnal and solitary. 
Let's go over kind of the life cycle and breeding of them. So they breed in the fall and early winter, and they do elaborate vocalizations and dances as part of their courtship. The male will usually shower the female with urine before mating as a signal to move her tail over for safer quill-free mating. Talk about safe sex. (laughs) Uh, Don't want to get poked down there. Um, They're fertile for 8 to 12 hours, which is the shortest of any rodent. Their gestation lasts between 200 and 218 days, which is one of the longest of any rodent. Their young are called porcupets and are born in the spring and early summer. And there's generally only one per litter. The porcupets are born with soft quills that harden within hours. So the mother is probably very pleased with that. And they can climb trees the same day they are born, and they usually head out on their own within a few months. Yeah, so they're pretty cute little little porcupines. Oh, they are so cute. We've seen a, a handful of little ones at zoos, and they're pretty cute. But you got a short window to get the deed done. Yeah. What are their predators? So the main predators are uh, fishers. Some owls, wolverines, martens, bears, cougars, and coyotes. They try to deter the predators by raising their quills, and they'll actually emit an odor that kind of smells like stinky cheese. Um, If they don't back off, then they'll swing their tail around kind of like a mace, or they'll try to like run in reverse so the quills are facing the attacker to get them. Especially the old world ones. There's several there recently there was a video running around online of a lion coming at it and it would just back up towards the lion with all of its quills out (laughs) kind of navigate backwards as the lion was trying to figure out what the heck to do with this pokey ball to handle skill so what kind of things do they eat they eat all kinds of different plants um in winter they might eat evergreen needles and the inner bark from the trees in spring and summer fruit berries seeds grasses and they really like water lilies and will swim swim in ponds so they can snack on them and enjoy the lilies. That would be fascinating to watch. Because mm-hmm. they don't look like they would be good swimmers. Usually the evidence we see is usually the where they've eaten the, the bark off of trees. Mm-hmm. So some of the fun facts of porcupines, uh, like we talked about, the babies are called porcupets. Porcupine means quill pig or thorn pig, and a group of porcupines is called a family. In all, they're covered in about 30,000 quills. Wow. And there's kind of a myth out there that they'll throw these quills, but what actually happens is sometimes these quills will come loose and they'll fly off when they move around and they kind of swing their tails and other stuff like that. Then sometimes it, it'll seem like it's flying, but it's just loose. But a fascinating thing about the quill is that when it enters the skin of a predator, it'll continue to work its way further into the skin at a rate of one millimeter per hour because it's covered in 700 to 800 barbs at one tip of it. There have been stories where like a dog's gotten a muzzle full of quills and people have thought they've gotten them out and then discovered that there was one that was like left in the mouth and over a week or two it's like worked itself all the way through and then comes out the top of the muzzle because it just keeps going it's crazy so what happens when it loses a quill so if it loses a quill it regenerates they regrow a replacement quill which is fascinating 
And the porcupine also has natural antibiotics in its skin to prevent infection when it falls and gets stuck by its own quills, which is handy. And they are nearsighted and slow moving, two miles per hour over a short distance, but they have great noses and ears. Yep, so that's a big part of why they end up as roadkill. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're not a quick animal. So, so anything else you want to share about porcupines? No, nah, I'd just like to see one in the wild again. Pretty fascinating. You usually keep your distance from it. You're at zero risk. You can just watch it if you come across one. Yeah. They'll do their own thing. A lot of people will see them up in the trees, munching away on food. Kind of a goofy, funny, interesting animal to watch. They are. I just think they're so cute. You can always follow us on Instagram at a Porter Explorer. We hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new about wildlife that may be around you. To make sure you don't miss a future episode, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with friends. If you really liked it and are willing, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd love to see what you have to say. You can find the show notes for all our episodes at aporterexplorer.com slash podcast. So until next time, we encourage you to get outside daily and see what is around you. Thanks. Bye.